Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Today, I'm here with Carol Ann Fernandez. Carol Ann is our Chief Operating Officer and Head of our Financial Planning Unit at Glen Eagle. Carol Ann and I decided, because so often we are hearing more and more, especially with women and the life expectancy of women outliving men, they're starting to say, when do I start to retire? When do I think about that? And so the topic today for both of us, we decided would be, it's never too early or too late to start thinking about retirement. You know, I often smile because so many years of doing financial planning and working with people and their wealth management, the word retirement means something very different for everyone. For some of us, the word means relaxation, hobbies, travel, extra time spend with family, friends, grandchildren. For others, it generates excitement of dreams of transitioning into a new career or business venture and never fully retiring. So many people, right, Carol, have said, I'm going to die at my desk. What works for one person might not work for another. The key here is to decide what works best for you and your individual situation. And so today we thought we'd have a real brief conversation about that. When it comes to retirement, I think one step that we all can take is to plan ahead and to prepare for it. But as most things in life, preparing is a pathway to success. But unfortunately, the studies have shown that half adults are currently not saving for retirement. Yet most adults are likely to describe saving for retirement as essential. So we say one thing, but typical, we do another. And as a mother of four, we are all familiar with that. And Carol, you know with Anne. We decided to explore some of the most common questions about retirement. And Carol, I'm going to let you start because I know that you do all the detailed financial planning. So I think that you might have even better insight. But how much money do individuals actually need to save for retirement? And how can they make sure that they're not going to run out of their money? I think that a biggest fear is running out of money. That's a great question and probably the most common question we have, uh, surprisingly, at all ages. I think it's important to look at three main things, your expenses, your earnings, and longevity. So we're going to just break those down a little bit. I think with expenses, the big thing is to figure out your real number. A lot of people don't focus too much on their expense number or they say, it's going to change when I retire. And we tend to see that when people retire, they don't necessarily spend less. They tend to spend actually the same amount and just reallocate what they're spending on. So instead of spending on transportation to work or work clothes, maybe they're spending on health care or some other means that they need to, or even travel. So the biggest factor is figuring out what you are spending and what that real number is. is it's going to help with your retirement projection and realistically when you can retire or slow down. The second part is earnings. Retirement, as Susan already said, doesn't necessarily mean for everyone that there's no income coming in. You may just be shifting to a part-time job or working at a nonprofit or somewhere where you're still getting earnings through a pension or retirement plan. So understanding what money will be coming in, when Social Security will be starting for you, will you still be having any income or is it going to stop completely can help you with figuring out when is the right time to retire and do you have enough. And then the final one is longevity. Obviously, none of us know how long we're going to live. 
but people are living a lot longer than they used to. And retirement is a much longer time period. So preparing yourself and preparing for the worst case scenario is what we always say to be prepared for. Assume you're going to live till 100. Assume that there are going to be downturns in the market or the expense number is going to grow with inflation and not decrease when you retire. So getting a plan together where you can look at these three main aspects of expenses, earnings, and longevity, I think is a great way to answer the question of, do you have enough and is it time to retire? I know the next question I think builds on this is, how do you know the right time to retire? If you think you're ready, how do you know if it's time or if you should hold on a, a little bit longer? Well, Carolyn, I think that's kind of an open-ended question, if you ask me. But I would say there's no right or wrong time to retire. I think a better question, especially as women, to ask ourselves from a real financial perspective is, will I be able to do everything I want to do in retirement? And if I retire at a specific age, what does that mean? How does that look? similar to what you were saying, Carol, about running those scenarios, have a plan. Sometimes we fear the plan, but actually we found nine times out of 10, the person feels empowered by it because they have a direction and they have a solid foundation. There always seems to be a gap between the active workers who expect to retire and when they actually do retire. Workers, they've seen many of us want to retire at 65, while often the medium age is 62. I actually think that we often tell our clients when they come in, we visualize it as three areas of life. There's the go-go years, the slow-go years, and then the no-go years. But let me talk about what each of those mean to us. We giggle when we're working with clients because the go-go years are when our parents and grandparents often retired. They retired and lived maybe at the most 10 to 14 years. And then they passed away. Life expectancy wasn't as long as it is today. We are seeing retirees living into three decades. So you have at least 30, 35 more years left after retirement often. And so those beginning retirement years are what we call the go-go years. People are still traveling. They're going to Europe. They're seeing things. They're skiing. They're having a really good time. The slow-go years don't mean that you stop. But maybe you're not going to do the skydiving or you're not going to go on the African safari. But you are going to travel and you are going to see children and you are going to enjoy life. But you're slowing down a little bit. And then the no-go years, my father recently passed away at 97. And he was in what we call the no-go years. But that doesn't mean he wasn't still going to lunch with his friends, riding his three-row bicycle to the post office to get his mail and talking to half the town on the way, enjoying life, enjoying great-grandchildren, in his own home, he was in the no-go years, but that's when you're saying, I still have doctor's appointments and I'm not comfortable leaving the country or going too far away because I'm getting older. But that is a planning. And when we plan, we plan as if you're in the go-go years the whole way to give you the security that you cannot run out of money. And you want that. You want that. You want to be so conservative when you're thinking of this because you want to be at peace, that you're going to be okay in the end. And you also want to have a conversation with your children about what your goals are. Often when we're talking about this, it's not just about money. It's about do you want to stay in your own home? Are you willing to go to a retirement? What type of personality do you have? Where would you do best? There's no right or wrong answer. But I always think that your family or whoever is going to be in charge of you at end of life needs to know your wishes so that they feel comfortable and confident that they're executing what you would want. So that's what we talk about. The one thing I would talk about, though, individuals often, on average, they find that 58% of those who are not confident in retirement is because they haven't really sat down 
and done the plans. And so, Caroline, I'd love to finish up a little bit today because all the considerations that women need to keep in mind when planning for retirement, what are some of the things they need to think about when they're planning for this retirement? And I think women, we tend to be warriors. We smile often because individuals will come in and all the women often want to know is, am I okay for retirement? And my late husband often used to smile and say to me, Susan, when is enough so you're not worried about being a bag lady? And I'm in the business. So if I if I can be fearful, everyone can be fearful. Well, and as a woman podcast, it's only appropriate that we would talk about what are some of the things that are unique to women. I think the first thing and what most people on this podcast have probably heard before is they, women do tend to live longer. And so they are usually the main caretaker of their family. So preparing for retirement, sometimes they haven't had as much income in their early years or while raising children. And so it takes more planning and just setting yourself up for success. We find that most women with the plan, seeing the overall picture just gives them peace of mind. Even if the plan isn't perfect, it gives them a step that they can take before retirement as they get close to retirement and figuring out how can they set themselves up for even more success. And also adjusting it. The nice thing about a plan is the new roof has to go on or the car breaks. And you can say to yourself, you know what, let me just call. I have a plan with someone and let me just ask them if I did this, where's the best place to take those assets from? Or what does that make my plan look like if I make this financial decision? Yeah, and we see that most women aren't as confident with their finances, but once they start sitting down and putting the numbers together, it's one document that they have that they can hand to their children if something was to happen to them or to their husband or spouse if something was to happen, saying, if anything happens, this is all in one place. This is the person who did the plan that you can call, and they'll help you through the process. So it's not only for your own means of setting up, uh, knowing if you're ready to retire, it's also a great way to put everything together and almost do some estate planning. And I think now it's a little bit of payback time because always when we end a podcast, we always ask the person on the podcast. Now I'm like, oh, that's a tough question. What would be the one piece of advice you would give women who are listening if they're considering, I need to start thinking about my retirement or I'd like to know better where my finances are? I would tell you, relax, take a deep breath. And this is a learning process. You don't have to have the answers today. But the health is that you're starting to talk about it. You're starting to bring family members into what does our retirement look like? What do we really want? If we're going to retire and live for decades, what does retirement look like? And how will we adjust? What if one of us gets sick? What if one of us passes away? When you have these conversations, it makes it so much more empowering. When these events do happen, you feel, yes, you're going through a tough time but at least you know the answers because you've addressed the hard questions prior. So, Carol, I thought this was a lot of fun. And also, thank you for thinking about your retirement because the biggest gift you give your family is planning. They often say not planning is planning to fail. So thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.